0: Okay, today we're going to talk about what a person is supposed to say when one eats sushi. Um, a lot of times you'll hear people talk about this, and rabbis sometimes like to say, that's not a Jewish meichel, you know, Jews shouldn't be eating sushi. There's, I don't think that's a valid, a valid taina. It's certainly much healthier than uh, kishka, let's say, and therefore is, as far as I'm concerned, a more Jewish meichel, because Jew, Jews believe in eating healthy foods and not, uh, you know, and keeping our, our bodies healthy. Um, it is, uh, the Torah does allow us to benefit from permissible pleasures in this world, and if it's a food that people like, and is a permissible pleasure, so we should be allowed to benefit from it. It's a legitimate question to ask. What bracha does one say when one eats sushi? I, I received an email a little while ago from a friend of mine in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, I never actually met the guy, but we're friends through email, um, who, uh, who told me that he's very close with Rav Yosef Wiener from Muncie, and he said about four years ago Ravina was in Eretz Yisrael and they went together to Rav Nisim Karelitz Shlita and he felt that it was very important to ask Rav Nisim Karelitz what bracha to say on sushi so he brought all sorts of pictures with fancy photography of different types of sushi to show Rav Nisim Karelitz what it looks like and Rav Nisim Karelitz he just couldn't wrap his mind around it like he couldn't he couldn't figure it out he said I I don't know so uh, as they were about to leave this friend of mine um, uh, Rav Mendelitz, who's a sofer, and Eitzchel said to Raviner, maybe we should go ask the Rebetzin, we should ask Mrs. Karelitz, maybe she'll have a better idea with making food, and you know, she'll, she'll have a better idea of what it's about. So she, they went to the kitchen and she said, oh, please sit down, And she, how can I help you? And they showed her all the pictures of the sushi, and they asked her, what bracha do you make on it? So she looked carefully and she said, my father would have said that in such a situation one should wash and not get involved in a shayla. So he explained, you know, I, I thought of that Aitza, but you know, we want to know what bracha to make if you're not gonna wash when you eat the sushi. So uh she said, What do you mean? Just wash and don't get into the shaila. She said, listen, Lamais said no one in America is gonna to wash to eat sushi. The people want to know what bracha should they make. So without batting an eye, she replied with a smirk, Why do the Americans wanna know the correct bracha so badly? Because there's such your shamayim? Well, if there's such your shamayim, let them wash before they eat their sushi. So at the end of the day, though, people are not going to wash before they eat their sushi. Now, one could say, uh, Chumrah, to say like that, you know, it's the, a the, 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 the Chumrah culture that someone's going to say that you should wash rather than get involved in the Suffolk brachas. It's not just the Chumrah culture. That is a very common thing throughout the Rishonim of the Sechus brachas, that when you're dealing with the Suffolk brachas, you're not sure what bracha to make it's already found in Rishonim and Poskim there is a the idea that one should wash rather than get involved in a uh, in a Suffolk brachos if it's in fact a Suffolk, and one does not have a clear psak of uh, of what to do i remember when i was in eretz Yisrael, my friends who l- were learning in Or said that the poskim there of Balenson used to uh, used to say that a Eurasia mayim doesn't eat granola bars <laughs> because granola bars are something they go to make, whether it's a mezotos or adama. So he had such a uh, comment that they thought was somewhat humorous, that a eurasian Mayim doesn't eat, like that's how you define, the Eurasian Mayim someone who <laughs> doesn't eat granola bars. But there, So that that's one approach that one could take, is okay, I'm not going to eat sushi unless I'm having it as part of a meal. Uh, there are many opinions in terms of uh, in terms of what Maker. I want to go through what the possibilities are. Now, there are also different types of sushi. When I say different types, it means two things. First of all, sushi could be filled with all sorts of different things, meaning the center could have fish, it could have veggies, it could have fruits, it could have combinations of different things. And also, sushi can be built in different ways. Sometimes it's rice wrapped around the center. That's the normal, normal roll of sushi. Sometimes you have, though... Rice on the bottom and like a strip of salmon or something on top of it that's resting on top of it. Sometimes you'll have a sandwich sushi. It's my personal favorite. The triangular shaped uh, little sandwich where you have rice on the outside and the uh, the I believe it's spicy salmon tuna and avocado on the uh, in the in the in the inside. Um, so, in, so and the brachus may not be the same for all the different types. It may, may have different ramifications for brachas. So, in order to understand what brachal make on sushi, it's important to have a little bit of a primer on the rules of iker and tafel in brachas. That the halacha is, paskins, it's a mishnah, that kolshu Whenever you have an iker, and there is a tafel that goes with the, uh, with the iker, there's something secondary with the iker, uh, One only says a bracha on the iker food that they're eating, and the tafel does not get a so, if you have a food that has an ikr and a tafel, you only make a bracha on the ikr, not on the tafel. But there are three types of ikr and tafel that one can have. One type is what the Sefer Vizosa Bracha refers to as a tafel hamishamish. Shulchan Aruch and Reish says, if let's say you're eating bread only to, to, uh, to, to soothe the burning of a spicy food or a salty food that you've just eaten, but you weren't really interested in eating bread, it's just your mouth is on fire, and bread helps when your mouth is on fire, then the bread is a tafel. Rav Moshe writes in Gush Moshe in and that you wouldn't even need to say a bracha achrona, On that bread, because there is no bracha required at all on that bread. If the bread, in that which is a very rare circumstance, where bread is going to be considered a tafel, where the only purpose that you are eating it is because you have this uh, this terribly spicy sensation. That's what Shulchan Aruch says. That's what the. That's what the the shulchan aruch passes. So the, the so that's one type. Second type of vikar and tafel is tafel hamalafes. Is if the food is there just to enhance the other food, like dressing for vegetables or a dip for vegetables, you would never just eat the dip. The dip is there just because you're eating vegetables and it makes the vegetables taste better when you have some dip with the vegetables or some uh, sour cream for your potatoes or something like that. Something that helps the other food taste better. So the Mishabur in Reishid Beis, Sifkat and Hay writes that the secondary food does not get a bracha. That is a tafel. And even they're not a single dish you have the dip and you have the vegetables they're not made as one food but nevertheless there is no bracha on the secondary food when it's clear that the secondary food is only there to be melathes it's only there to provide support and enhance the primary food then you have a third type of and tafel, called a, a tavshil echad. When the yikr and tafel are mixed together to become a single cooked food, when they become a single item, it's, you can't even d- distinguish them as two separate foods, they are one food. What makes something? What, what would? Uh, w- how would something be considered one food? The Aruch and Rashiud Beyz at the beginning of Rashiud Bays writes that it would be considered one food if it would normally come up in a single spoon together. If you take a spoon and it comes up vegetables and soup, so then it's uh, then it's one food. It's all considered the same the same food. You have a fruit salad, and you take a spoon of fruit salad, and uh, different types of fruit comes up. Some that are ate, some that are Ha'adamah, That's considered to be one food. Now, also, if something is cooked together, if you cook cheese onto dough, so it becomes, uh, you know, it becomes it becomes melted onto it, or let's say more more practically, uh, where where you're not necessarily going to wash, where you cook cheese onto noodles, where you have something like that, so that that clearly becomes one food. It could become a lasagna or noodles and cheese, something like that. Would certainly become one food. Let's say you have chicken with mixed vegetables from the Chinese restaurant or something. So that's considered to be a single a single dish. Stuffed cabbage. The cabbage is, is, is Adam. The, 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 the stuffing maybe be shahakal, depending on how much rice is it, there is in there. And it's considered to be one food. So what do you do when you have two things that are together become one food? So the Chayi holds that if each food is still recognizable, then they would get separate brachos. We happen to not pass in that way. We pass in that even if you can... Identify of even if you could identify the different parts of the food since it has become one food you should only say one bracha and it's possible that saying two brachos would be, would be a, a brachasheh nitzricha and would be problematic so once you define it as one food you only say one bracha which bracha? whichever is the ichor great how do i figure out what's the ichor is the cabbage the icker or is the stuffing the ichor is and for our purposes is the rice the ichor or is the salmon the ichor how do i determine what's the ichor so if one of the foods is from one of the five grains and the game over then uh, we know what the acre is the acre is the, the the mizonos that comes from the five grains Mishmur and Reishud Beis, Sivkat and Aleph writes this way for example you have cholent that has barley you get some mizonos as long as the potatoes aren't so big that you would just eat them completely separately or let's say blintzes, the stuffing of the blintz it could be lots of cheese in the blintz but the blintz itself is mizonos from one of the five grains, you make a mizonos on the blintz, you have a pie where the crust is a mizonos, you make a mizonos Mazonos, end of story. The only cases where you have some debate is where it's very obvious that the Mazonos is not an ichor at all. Like... Um there's certainly a lot of debate about schnitzel, breaded schnitzel, where clearly, 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 you're eating it for the chicken, and the breading is just secondary. But even then, probably the halacha should be that it's a uh, that it's a that, that that it would be a mizono. So It wouldn't be uh, probably probably even then uh, we would we would say if it's from Khanesh min that would be the uh, the bracha. Now, the Mishabur says that if uh, if let's say. Uh, you don't have a mizonos, right? So now what do you do? You don't have one of the chamesh minedaga, like by sushi. You, you have a mizonos, but it's not one of the chamesh minedaga. And rice is not one of the five uh, five grains. So Mishmur says you have to go with whichever food you want more. That's the iker the food that you're more interested in eating. Like every morning for breakfast, I have a chobani. So chobani comes with fruit at the bottom. If you get a peach flavored Chobani, it's not just goo, you actually have chunks of peaches in the peach flavored Chobani. So do I make a bracha of ha'etz on the peaches, or do I make a bracha of shahakol on the yogurt. Well it's very clear that the yogurt is the ikker, and just that the yogurt shouldn't taste so nasty, they put it some nice sweet flavoring like fruits. So that's the the idea. So clearly you would say a bracha, in that case it's one food, but clearly you'd say abracha on the yogurt. Now what if you don't know which one you want more? I don't know, do I want the rice or do I want the salmon? I want them both together wrapped nicely with a little bit of soy sauce. I don't know, what does that mean? Do I want which one do I want more? So when you're not sure which one you want more, then we go with the majority. You go with whichever is the rove, whatever has greater volume than than the uh than the other. Now, sometimes that can be difficult to determine, like a chocolate-covered raisin. So you go figure out, is there more chocolate or is there more raisin? Not so easy to tell what's uh what's more. So if you can't tell the volumes, that could be challenging. Rabbi Forrest points out that chocolate-covered raisin is not really so hard because probably you should just make a eights there anyway, since really the correct bracha in chocolate is a eights. We just all have a minag, a very strong minag, to make the wrong bracha in chocolate, so we say a shakal. But really, chocolate should be an eights anyway. So over there, it's, an, it's really a no-brainer. chocolate-covered raisin where you're not sure should I make a bracha on the raisin where it'll be an eights or should I make a bracha on the chocolate where probably it should be a eights. So probably over there, you would, uh, you would say a eights anywhere if it points out. I thought that was an interesting, uh, an interesting point that he makes. Um, now, w- when you have one item on top of another item, then uh, it would get two brachos. Then it's not concerned, unless they're baked together, where they're cooked into each other, if you have one item resting over another item, then that would get l'chora, two brachos. Mishbur writes that way in sim kuf samiches, katan Now, let's plug all of this into sushi. So first of all, one X factor is that... Um, uh, the, the rice may not be the definition of uh, Orez. and Reish, Ches, Sivkat, and raises the possibility that Orez may not be rice, but we're that it is. So we're that rice is a So now that we know all the brachos that Potentially, we can make. You have sushi that has rice and that has vegetables, so it's mizonos or hadama, right? That's what we need to figure out. Rice and uh, salmon, so it's either mizonos or shakal. Rice, salmon, and vegetables, either mizonos, shakal, or hadama. That's what we need to figure out. So it seems to be that it's in category three of Iker v'tafel, meaning where it's one food, where it becomes a single food when you're dealing with a regular roll of sushi. Because they're eaten in a single bite together. So unless you hold like the chayad, where as long as you can visually distinguish them they get separate brachas it would seem that it would be category three, where it would be one bracha. So how do you determine which bracha? Whichever one you prefer. But we don't know which one you prefer. You like both. You you wouldn't eat one without the other. You're not in the mood for just rice and you wouldn't eat just raw salmon. You wouldn't eat either one without the other. So then you would go with which is more volume, which is bigger, which, now since they wrap the rice around the, uh, the salmon and not the salmon around the rice typically, usually the rice is going to be greater volume. There'll be more rice than there is stuffing of the, or whatever you call it, then there is the, the, the part on the inside. And therefore, ora one should say a, uh, a Mizonos. Now, one could argue... That it's like an ice cream cone sandwich or an ice cream sandwich, where he, even though they, they are together, since they're somewhat distinct, they would get two brachos. Sandwich sushi is not the same as an ice cream sandwich, though I don't think, because the, the ice cream is an obvious ikur in that case. Whereas uh, by by sandwich sushi, again, the rice and the and the part on the inside are the uh, are, are more equals. Now, according to the Chayyadim, this would be sushi would be category two. It would not be category two because each one is distinguishable, and you would get separate brachos. So how do we pass on Maisa? So I saw on the Star K website they quote from Rav Haineman. Rav holds both are ikker that you can't declare one to be an ikker, one to be a tafel, which is an interesting idea, and they are both therefore an ikr and therefore it should require two brachos. What gives him the idea that they're both an ikker? So he says because the word sushi means rice. Apparently didn't know this, but the word sushi means rice. So if you say you're having kinwa sushi on Pesach or something. It's not, it doesn't make sense. The word sushi apparently means rice. It doesn't make sense for several reasons, but the word sushi means rice, apparently. And what do you say? You never say, I'm just having sushi. You say, I'm having a vegetable roll, or a this kind of roll, a California roll. So you call it both by its name, the, the rice element, and by the inside, by what you're putting in it. So he thinks that they're both an iker, and therefore you should say both brachos, when you have sushi, it seems that the majority of poskim um, would would hold otherwise. That it would seem the simple reading of the mishnah like we said is that if there is a majority, you should go with the majority. In fact, um, I saw somewhere that Rav Mandelbaum of uh, the author of Azosa Bracha held that this is a category three Iker and therefore you would say Mizonos, because there's more rice than filling. According to uh, the internet, Rav Simcha Bunim I forgot which site it was. It was like LakewoodHawk.com or something that. Uh, that uh, Simcha was, Bunim was shown sushi, or was that a Simcha somewhere? And he picked up the sushi, and he examined it, and he put it down, he didn't eat it, and they said, bracha, And he said, Mizonos. So, uh, so it's, uh, he didn't explain himself, or at least the Lakewood Haq didn't explain it, but it seems to make sense that if there's more rice than there, is, uh, than there is what's inside of it, that L'Chora, it would be a Mizonos. Personally, that's what I do, I make a Mizonos when, uh, when I eat sushi. So even though in a regular sushi roll the rice is the majority and the rice is therefore and therefore the bracha should be a in my opinion, but if you have rice on the bottom and then not cooked on top of it, just sitting on top of it what do they call it, sashimi, something like that, where, where sitting on top of it is a piece of, a piece of fish, so then probably it should be two brachos, because those aren't one food. They're not, they're not cooked together, and they're not mixed together. So one could argue that that would be two brachos, since the Mishabur specifically says when something's sitting on top of something else, it doesn't become one food. And also, uh, if you have more fish than you do rice, and and you don't know which one is your preference. If you have more fish than you do rice, then the bracha is probably be shahakal. So it would really depends on the uh, on the uh, in, in a regular role. If you have more fish than you do rice, so it really depends on the on the specific sushi that you have.